0: Following is a presentation of the Beliep Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pregame predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League, esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Stump goes through! Optic with the sweep! If that sounds good with you, put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. <laughs> guys, I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you are listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, GoodBotHQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking a little bit about the Call of Duty League, not too much since they are now on the Christmas and New Year's break right here, but we will still go over the rankings right now, where the CDL points stand for... Just two weeks of action with the qualifiers for the major one in Boston. Then we will switch gears over to the Atlanta Falcons with all the news surrounding Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke, and Arthur Smith, and also previewing this weekend's game against the Indianapolis Colts. So without any further delay, let's go get straight into today's action. Alright, guys, before we get into that right here, please do me a huge favor and hit that like button on YouTube. Hit the download and follow button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your preferred podcast. It does help out right here. It has helped out so much, guys, that we are getting a brand new microphone after this podcast right here for Christmas. I'm upgrading to the premium Blue Yeti microphone with the more features and details on it, and it's going to sound a hell of a lot better right here, guys, for the podcast, and guys, I'm excited for it. For the future of this podcast, hopefully with more now video podcast for the YouTube version to get rid of the RSS feed through the YouTube and start uploading the video version of this podcast live for you guys. So I'm looking forward to that and hopefully just create more and better content for you guys this year because this podcasting does mean a lot to me guys and you guys are definitely very helpful and beneficial to my success And I cannot thank you guys enough, but the new microphone is definitely a a step in the right direction, I should say. So now since we got that out of the way, let's talk about the Call of Duty League. So we just finished up really now, what, two weeks of Call of Duty action for the Major One qualifiers. And this is your CDL point stand-ins right here. So the Miami Hertics has moved up three spots to the first place spot sitting at... 30 CDL points, three and zero in the series win-loss, and nine and two in map win-loss ratio. So you're sitting here thinking, damn, the Miami Herctics are really good, but they've only lost one less game than the second place team, which is Atlanta Faze. Atlanta Faze is sitting at three and zero in the series, but only with nine and three in the map loss. And that's just because it comes down to that Boston series and that that's pretty much it really and then of course losing that one i believe it was D against seattle surge that kind of screwed us up right here but hey we're still undefeated right now we could definitely change that which is actually in four weeks for call of, duty, call of duty i should say you know they're going on that christmas and new year's break right there and won't be back until january 12th which is insane on me, honestly, I would have just waited till the new year, honestly, to head start the new brand new season. But hey, we were desperate for some Call of Duty League action after six months. And now we finally got it. So we can at least take a little bit of a break and hopefully the league can adjust some things during this time off as well. So back to the CDO point standings right here. New York Subliners is 3-0 as well, but with a 9-4 map loss ratio. Um, Optic Texas sitting at number 4 with 30 CDO points. 3-1 in the series win-loss and 11-5 in map loss ratio. Toronto Ultra is honestly not looking as good as I thought they were. I mean, they're still a top-tier team. Don't get me wrong. They're in the top five. But they're sitting at 20 CDO points with two and a one series and six and four in the map loss ratio. Seattle Surge two and two. They're actually tied eight and eight with the map loss ratio. Leg is surprisingly doing well right now. Ten CDO points, one and two in the series win loss, and it would be six and six with the map win loss ratio. Boston is number eight. Vegas Legion is number nine. Number 10's the Los Angeles Eves. definitely a big dip with Camille on that team. So it's disappointing. The Carolina Royal Ravens, a team that I was highly just anticipating to be a very great team, is at number eleven right now. With only ten CDO points, one and three in the map or excuse me, series win loss ratio, and three and eleven in the map win loss category then finally the minnesota rocker zero cdl points zero and three in the series win-loss ratio and four and nine in the mat win-loss ratio category so those are your cdl point standings right now Lo- face looks unstoppable her looks unstoppable new york subliners still in championship form despite you know being without priesta guys this is gonna be an amazing season and referencing what I meant earlier with the CDL can hopefully fix a few little things during this break right here. And that is the the reason why the broadcast has just been so terrible here lately, the 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 match recaps, everything like that on YouTube. They're putting in the wrong thumbnails, they're putting in the wrong titles, descriptions, tags, everything. They're just going off the success of their current already there subscribers. And that's it. They're not gaining much more potential with the right tags, the titles, thumbnails, etc. So, definitely, they need to fix that right there. Make it a little bit more, you know, professional. Because we are a, well, not when, when I say we, I meant the Call of Duty League is a little bit more professional than that I would imagine. so. Hopefully, they can fix all that come January 12th when we get back into the major one qualifiers week three. That will be honestly a banger right there. Don't know the matches right off the top of my head, but honestly, it's going to be a good one since we've had a four-week break. So now moving on over, over, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the Atlanta Falcons and the Indianapolis Colts. So we're going to do that first before we get into the news. Well, I kind of do have to break the, the news just a little bit right here, but Taylor Heineke is the the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season, or at least for this Colts game. So the Indianapolis Colts are coming in 8-6 and six to the Benz, while the Falcons are looking to improve to 7-8 and eight to get just right up under that 500 mark. Still keep our chances at the playoffs alive, but guys, honestly, I feel like this Sunday went... If the Falcons lose, let's just say if, that's it. The, our playoff, playoff hopes are done. And that would be thanks to the Indianapolis Colts. So, the Atlanta Falcons are a favorite to win at home right now, only at a minus one. The game odds did open up with a spread of a minus two for Indy, but then quickly switched to a minus one for Atlanta and the public bet is sitting at a 66%. In favor of Atlanta. Your money line is a minus 105 for Indy. And a minus 115 for Atlanta. At a 54% public bet. The over and under is sitting at a 44. And people are taking the over 44 at a 6% public bet. Now as always I go over total team stats. Not individual. So for this matchup. The Colts offense versus the Falcons defense. This honestly could be a great one right here where the Falcons defense is 7th against the pass while the Colts are 18th while passing the ball. And while running the ball for the Colts offense, they're sitting at 13th and the Falcons defense is sitting at 15th. So that's definitely an evened out matchup right there, but we can definitely take advantage of that passing game. Hopefully get some interceptions, pass to flex, whatever it is, and get to the quarterback which I believe it should be Gardner Minshew right now. If I'm not mistaken, I haven't been keeping up with much of the Colts' news heading into the Atlanta Falcons' matchup this Sunday. So now the Colts' defense versus the Falcons' offense, guys, I'm surprised we're still in the, the teens of total offense. We're sitting at 19th overall for the Falcons' total offense, while the Colts' defense is sitting 21st overall. So again, just like with us, the Colts can take advantage of that air game with Taylor Heineke, get some interceptions, deflected balls, whatever it is, and get to Taylor Heineke by that elite pass rush. Passing, we're 23rd in the National Football League, while the Colts' defense against the pass is 16th, and this is where Bijan Robinson, Porto Patterson, and Tyler Algier really needs to have a field day right here. Cause the Falcons are ninth while running the ball and the Colts defense is 26 in the national football league against the run. So definitely you got to take advantage of that. Establish that run game. And then when you start passing the ball, those lanes do open up in that passing attack for Taylor Heineke to get some completed passes, some deep balls and potentially a touchdown to really up the ante of this game. So, that's the the game right there. That's the preview. Again, Atlanta is favorite at a minus one. And being optimistic here, I am going to take the Atlanta Falcons. I really am. And it's going to come down to a young way field goal. Or if we're lucky, it's going to be a Taylor Haneke touchdown pass with like five seconds left. That's where I believe we're going to win this matchup, I do believe. And the the Atlanta Falcons will improve to seven and eight. Well, the Colts fall to eight and seven. And then after that we hopefully start turning our season around, which I mean, being three games left, you know, we definitely need to turn around in order to secure a playoff spot. And that would potentially have to be winning the division. Because if you're going into the scenario thinking that we could be in the wild card spot without winning our division, that's absolutely absurd because the the Saints are not going to lose to the Rams, and the Buccaneers. I, I don't even know the remainder of their schedule. Uh, let's look it up while we're recording right now. So, so they got the Jags, so that's definitely a game that the Jags might could win, and we would hope that they would. So Jaguars this Sunday against the Buccaneers and it will look like it's actually will be uh, in Tampa Bay. So the Buccaneers do have that home field advantage. The saints again, you know, they got the Rams in LA for Thursday night football, which was yesterday. The the time. Well, yeah, yesterday from the time you're hearing this recording. So honestly, I don't know the score of that right now because I'm recording the day before, the L.A. Rams and Saints game at 6.14 p.m. December 20th. So, again, it's, you You hope they lose. You hope all these teams lose, go to 7-8, and, and the Falcons have to win in order to secure that first place spot. And then after that, you know, you got the Bears after those Colts game, and then you got the Saints. That's where it's going to be at to win this division. you got to win out pretty much the rest of this season. Then you, And then also what hurts us as well is that the Buccaneers and Saints face off against each other December 31st. So that really hurts us right there because one of those teams has got to win that game. You honestly hope it is the Saints to where then the Falcons could come in and beat the Saints in the Superdome and then we win the division like that's where our playoff hopes and dreams will come alive or die right then and there. But we're taking one game at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we will find out the Sunday, but I'm taking it as a young way field goal or a Tyler Haneke last minute touchdown effort with five seconds left. That's where I believe the Falcons will win this Sunday. So now a lot of news has been happening here lately with the Atlanta Falcons as well. So obviously everybody knows that Taylor Heineke is now the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons for the remainder of the season. I feel like that is a great decision. You know, Desmond Ritter has been proven not to be the guy. But again, he's under a system where it's it's questionable. If he was in like a Doug Peterson system or Sean McVay type West Coast offense Along with Kyle Shine, Shanahan. Shanahan, maybe Desmond Rowe over Shine, but for Arthur Smith's system, he's just a bust for the Atlanta Falcons. And you know, I really hate to say that because I really like the guy. I root for every Falcons quarterback to do well. And 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 head coach as well. I root for anybody that wears the Atlanta Falcons gear. Because they are representing the team that I love, that I cry for, get happy for, whatever. So, I root for them. And I don't want to see them lose their jobs because that's a job loss right there. You know, it could happen to anybody, but the National Football League is different. They are relentless. And that is apparently what will happen this offseason if the Atlanta Falcons miss the playoffs. Or don't even look very competitive. And the playoffs wasn't even part of the the plan for Arthur Smith. According to CEO and owner, Mr. Arthur Blank. So, I got this quote right here. Hashtag Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, to at Jeff Holgner, if I'm pronouncing that right. On head coach Arthur Smith's future. And I quote, we're going to play these last three games. We play them to win them and we'll let the season play out and go from there. Obviously, this has not been the kind of the year we expected. Blink said it was never a requirement for Smith to make the playoffs to keep his job. The requirement was to see a more competitive team in Blink's eyes. It's been mixed. So there's a lot to unpack right there. Number one, why as an owner do you not make it a requirement to make the playoffs? i would never in a million years see jerry jones the owner of the dallas cowboys say to dak prescott or you know whoever and say all right guys you know it's it's not a requirement if y'all make the playoffs i just want to see if you can actually damn win a season <laughs> I, I don't see him saying that i mean yeah i do see him saying you know y- y'all gotta win the season but i see him saying, "You." And, and I'm going to cuss right here. You some of bitches are going to make the damn fucking playoffs. If it's the last damn thing I have to say. And, you know, I can see him saying that. I really can. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers owners now. I, I don't get too much into the owners of the National Football League teams here. But, you know, Jerry Jones obviously being notorious of being a multi-millionaire for the Dallas Cowboys and being the owner, and of course Arthur Blank, because you know why wouldn't you know your own team's owner like that? So again, you're the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. You ain't made the playoffs since 2017, and here we are in 2024 fixing to be. That's a that's what 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Twenty-three, twenty-four, 24, almost seven seasons, or seven years, you should say, of not making the playoffs. That's a long time for an NFL team to be out of the playoffs, with, especially with this much talent, and it's just crazy. It really is. So, you you got to look at it like this. If Arthur Smith is the right guy for this job, he wins out these next three games, he makes the playoffs, shows improvement right there, possibly even winning a wild card game. Then we go to, I don't know, Detroit, San Francisco, Philadelphia, somewhere in there. And then, of course, we might lose that game as well, especially if it's 49ers or Philly. I I say that's that's the improvement that we're looking for. Arthur Blank will then obviously say, all right, you made the playoffs. You showed commitment. You showed strength. A, uh, A competitive team in my eyes, I'll give you one more season. If you're Arthur Smith, you take full advantage of that. If you are the guy and you do everything possible this year to get the best quarterback there is in this year's NFL draft and that's Jaden Daniels you get Jaden Daniels in that Atlanta Falcons uniform rookie quarterback you let him play the preseason you put him out there because that's where you're going to know if he's really that top tier quarterback and i think he is i really think he is i've seen his tape I've seen everything on Jaden Daniels that I need to see if we are going to pick him in this year's NFL draft. And it is projected from a lot of multiple sources, actually, that the Atlanta Falcons will pick a quarterback and it would be Jaden Daniels. But now you got to look at this. The other scenario, the Bears, I believe they hold the number one spot. Thanks to Carolina trading that pick. They could possibly go after Jaden Daniels. And get rid of Justin Fields, then you're left with the situation. Okay, well, Jaden Daniels is gone. Do we go after Justin Fields? We trade. Let's just say three of our late round picks for Justin Fields. That would be an that would be an option on the table, because Justin Fields definitely does make those great throws. He definitely does make those great runs that you would see in a Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I wouldn't, and I'm just sure that the rest of the Atlanta Falcons fan base would be okay, if not happy, to see Justin Fields in Atlanta Falcons uniform. So, so again, Jefferson back is either Jaden Daniels or Justin Fields. You're you're taking a semi-veteran quarterback and Justin Fields. Or are you taking the highly talented Jaden Daniels out of LSU to come to Atlanta? So Arthur Smith's job is, is on the line right now, guys. And Arthur Blank is evaluating everything with these last three games, potentially four, if we make it to the or excuse me, the wild card matchup, which we would potentially get the hosts in Atlanta if we do win our division. So, so if you're Arthur Smith, again, you, you if you think you are the man for the job, you tighten up, you win these three games, host a playoff game, or if not, you have to go to possibly like Detroit, Philly, or Dallas, whatever the case is, and you try to win that game right there, show some competitiveness, and then turn this offseason into one of the more better offseasons than what you had this previous year. So, we will see come this offseason if Arthur Smith is going to be in Atlanta or out of Atlanta so guys I know this was a very lengthy podcast right here but trying to make the, the best of what I can do with all the Atlanta Falcons talk right here I know it's going to be quite a while before we do talk Call of Duty League again until at least January 12th so that's in like three more weeks right here so it's again it's going to be a while and we're still just covering all the Atlanta Falcons news that is promised here in the intro to keep you guys informed, get you guys ready for your parlays, your money line, your spread, whatever the case may be for the Atlanta Falcons games. If you are betting on the Atlanta Falcons, but guys, I hope you did enjoy it. If you didn't make sure to like, button wherever you are listening from iHeartRadio, radio, Spotify, Google podcast, good pod HQ, again, hit that download button, hit the like button on YouTube tremendously does help me out in my podcast journey to growth of being the best atlanta falcons and esports podcast out there in the world but until then guys i am morgan we'll catch you all later peace